it is in your best interest to in just enjoy the process of whatever it is, whatever you're yeah. making. And I enjoy playing and practicing. You're just seeing me do what I enjoy doing and have been doing for my whole yeah. life. Hey, and welcome to the Make Something Where You Are podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Houghton, currently riddled with allergies. Most of the time, riddled with allergies. Today, I'm interviewing Sean Monday, an incredible musician. I can't play music at all or sing at all. I legit have neurological problems with my left hand. Everything looks fine, but doesn't work as well. Just in case you were wondering, I can't sing for no apparent reason at all. I don't know why some people have the ability to hear music right and some people don't. I can't, I don't know, I can't find a pitch. Someone that can do all of those things is Sean Monday. But first, sponsors. 1906 Gents is a sponsor of Make Something Where You Are, Springfield's own custom design wood shop, offering custom furniture and build-outs for your home or office and more. The 1906 Gents will work with you to create one-of-a-kind, unique quality wood pieces that will stand for generations. Generations. Go ahead and have one built and then see if it does stands for the next generation. After that, probably won't be around. The 1906 Gents offers a wide range of woodworking and design services in addition to their own line of furniture and home decor. The 1906 Gents, we build the things you make memories around. Also brought to you by the E-Factory. E-Factory works with entrepreneurs, business leaders, startups, and creators to help make Springfield, Missouri the best place in America to start a business. So whether your company is still just a dream, or you're in the thick of starting and growing your venture, or you're interested in meeting the people behind Springfield's amazing small businesses, the E-Factory is where you want to be. So when you're ready to make something, they're ready to help. So here we are, Sean Monday. So I wanted to start with so you guys know how great he is. Um, I want to start with with we're gonna play some play some of his appearance on the Mystery Hour, so you can get a sense of like, oh, this guy really is incredible. And then stick around for the end, and we'll play um, the whole thing. So he was first on the Mystery Hour a couple years ago, and he just blew me away. I've never seen anyone like him. He was playing bass like as a solo act, and it was incredible. So he grew up here in Springfield. They went off to Berkeley College of Music and then came back for his music career and to Garden, as you'll find out. He has a really cool presence to him. I was more than happy to sit down with him in the old conference room to chat. So to give you a better idea of just how great he is, here is a clip from him on the Mystery Hour. Then we'll go into sponsors and whatnot. We'll, no, we'll just go into the interview. We've already done the sponsors. We'll go into the interview. Okay, that's good. Sean Monday, acclaimed musician. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> ah, I love the nothing uh, 
little titles that yes. mean nothing. I just like acclaim distinguished. We were just talking about today. I put on some thing. I wrote countless. Yes. Like, actually, I can count. I know how many there are. Yeah. <laughs> I love these like positive <clears throat> filler words. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Acclaimed you. by some. <laughs> <laughs> Critical acclaim. Yeah. Means probably not quite successful. Yeah. That's what I understand. <laughs> yeah. It's the movies that don't make any money. You're right, that are up for the Oscars. It's critically acclaimed. I'm a national winner. I saw that one time. I thought that was funny. <laughs> national winner, distinguished. Or like, uh, maybe you get this, I, like nationally touring. Yes. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, nationally touring. Oh, there's a lot of that, especially um, just throwing around like a, a city, like, like you're the the crown jewel of that, like Nashville or right. LA or something is like, LA based is like, but they're, <laughs> they're just. It's so true. Cause the rest of us are like, <laughs> oh, he's oh yeah. New York. yeah, big time in it, yeah. Must be important. Yeah, plays two gigs a year, does, does, <laughs> does nothing, waits tables and yeah. crashes on couches, but New York. And you and I know, like, I mean, for myself as well, like a, a tour or like a gig sure. can mean so many different things. Oh, it yeah. might mean that there's three people and they aren't paying attention, oh, yeah. but it was in Brooklyn. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. I love that, that perception is reality. And if you know that, then you can do anything. <laughs> you can play with it. Oh, yeah. So um, how long have you lived in Springfield? Uh, a most, of, uh, most of my life, I guess. Really? I feel like uh, I went to high school here for sure, and uh, moved away, and then came back in uh, not too long ago. Okay, because I feel like there was a time where I hadn't heard of you, and then a time where I saw your name everywhere. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah, by design, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, you grow up here. Yeah. And um, when did, when did music kick in for you? Very early age? Super early. Uh, they, my parents, I say that. My parents uh, put a, like a little ukulele yeah. in my hand as a, a child before I could walk, really. The pictures, I'm, I'm crawling and they've jammed this like Mickey Mouse thing up under me. And then about five or six, they got me like a child's guitar, which I, I broke a lot of those. <laughs> and then uh, it just kept going. That's it. Because we have one of those, like, for my two-year-old. Yes. But I don't know if he's showing promise or not. Nah. It's, it's usually, they're <laughs> either usually like the, the prodigies that just get it, and then, and then, but then they're kind of weird just as people. <laughs> and then there's the kinds that they get it later, I feel like, like I did when I realized, oh, so you can kind of get paid and make friends and, right. and, and meet uh, romantic partners and all these things. <laughs> like, there, there's a... It's more than just sitting in a room and going, bloop, 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 yeah. bloop, you know. So. But that's why most guys pick up a guitar yeah. first, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you get that. The, the, there's a, a biological kind of imperative uh, motivation <laughs> all of a sudden and, and then financial if you're lucky. So, so then are you playing, how, when does bass start for you? Uh, were you playing guitar mostly at first? It was always bass. Yeah. For the most part early on because the ukulele thing's four strings and then the guitar thing i uh i think i broke two strings off of it 
so then there was just it was a bass then <laughs> and uh and then right around nine ten <clears throat> i got the full-size electric bass and off and on with that along with other child things yeah. sports and legos right <laughs> you weren't just playing you weren't just like i'm gonna do that i'm no. gonna do this when no. i'm 10. no no so um then do you play like what does that look like if you're a bass guy? What does that look like in high school? Do you, are you playing in a, the jazz band or? Yeah, at the end, I did uh, jazz band, band, band at the, at the very last two years of my long high school career. And uh, that was fun. Prior to that, I didn't really play outside of the house or, yeah. or let anybody know that I did that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I did, and it, uh, it, there were some, some uh, positive uh, dividends that, that paid off in, in terms of uh, uh, getting cut some slack by teachers and stuff. Because they, <laughs> they finally saw I could do something besides something. Yeah. You know, walk out of class and just do whatever I wanted all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you, no one knows about it until like sophomore junior year of high school? Yeah, I think sophomore year. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, there was a couple of friends that I had, I had known for most of my life, and we, we had like one of those dumb kid like garage band kind yeah. of things that never amounted to anything, and I don't, there was never really a, any kind of intent of any kind of success, but we'd get together, and uh, my father plays music, and, and I think one of their dads played guitar, so it was just just kind of hanging out and jamming, and and uh, they kind of went off and started bands and stuff, and I just kept uh, hanging out in my bedroom by myself and doing <laughs> what I was doing. So yeah. when did when did you get? Because the style I don't have very good musical terminology, but the style, the way you play, is a way I've never seen anyone play bass, which is <laughs> partly to say like you're a solo act that plays bass, which right. is pretty rare, but the way you make it come alive and stuff, like, are there other people that inspired you in that way, or is this something you just kind of developed? Uh, probably both. Uh, probably in the beginning and, and even up to now, a lot of it's just me uh, being alone with a bass in a mm -hmm. room for a long time by myself and just trying to play everything that I heard on a song or wanted to hear. So the keyboards and the drums yeah. and all that stuff, trying to do the same time. And then there were uh, a lot of like jazz and fusion or whatever artists that uh, had a lot of facility on the instrument that, that I would try to cop and, and that uh, was a big inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> do people like, cause you don't play like a, like I think of like a bass player in a band, he's the guy oh, kind of yeah. not lit very well yeah. in the corner, oh, just kind of grooving. Yeah, uh, that was my dream. Really? If, if I was to, <laughs> and what I've been doing for, for most of my life and what I wanted to continue to do and what was, when I went to college, that was kind of my intent was I wanted to be sitting on a stool in a corner, just as, as uh, invisible as possible. Yeah. And just play and just have a good time and not have to wear like shiny jackets or jump around <laughs> or like try to fill a hole in me because my parents didn't love me enough or like all that kind of crowd work. And I just wanted to hang out and play bass, get paid, leave yeah. and repeat. 
So you're like an accidental frontman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this part wasn't really an accident, but uh, yeah. where I'm at now. But yeah, it just it kept uh, just uh, things kept pushing me in that direction. So yeah, here I am. That's fun. Yeah. Are you um, introverted by nature? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I imagine someone that's uh, happy to be in a room by themselves, just working on bass. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Extroverts, not, uh, true extroverts. I, I, do you know a lot of true extroverts? Are you an extrovert? I'm mostly extroverted, yeah. but I'm not. Probably, I know people that are way more extroverted than me. Yeah. What, what about this theory? Extroverts maybe aren't as good at one thing because they're too busy floating around talking to people. You think? Like squirrels? Because I wouldn't sit in, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't sit in a room and just work on something. Yeah. I'd be like, I need to be around somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, give me that time. Yeah, I've never understood that. And I think that that's probably something I, I try to figure out uh, people and, and how things work. And that's probably the next thing I need to meditate on is, is how extroverts work and, and their, <laughs> their motivations and things. Because it, it's it just really, it always fascinates me, the, the people who are like, hey, how you doing, buddy? And all that stuff. And like kind of like sincere about it, not like a, right. like I have to be kind of a, think uh, I have to be very intentional in uh-huh. that. Like I have to go, okay, I need to go up and say hello and shake uh-huh. hand and then you do this and like it steps and yeah. And it, it's not that I don't like people. It's just, that's just not, it just doesn't. Yeah, so you have to make yourself do. Yeah. yeah. Like I have to really think like, hey, okay, hey, when we're talking now and, <laughs> and like small talk is a weird thing. Yeah. To, to do, like, I have to think, okay, talking about the weather. Yeah, think about what the weather, what's it going to be like? Sports and, like, things that I just don't care about. Like, yeah. It's like, this is what, who cares? You just check your phone before you go into a conversation. All right, weather. Weather, it. yeah, just dumb <laughs> stuff. And it's like, okay, that's fine. You get used to it. And it's, it's, uh, it's fun. I like, now I like to see how far I can take the small talk and, like, <laughs> getting, like, barometric pressure and, like, nonsense. <laughs> just, let's see how just, how just. That's ridiculous. <laughs> mundane and just banal. Yeah. yeah. See, so like, oh, you like small talk? I'm going to make this so boring. Oh, it's so You're going to hate it. It's so great. Well, I try to make it not boring because <clears throat> I, try, I try to, like, just take this thing that means nothing, which I think is probably most conversation, most podcasts for that matter. <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one included. <laughs> which, no. <laughs> which I was thinking about um, when I signed up for this. I was thinking about podcasts. Because one of the other things I want to do early on was do radio. Yeah. Like, and be like a DJ. And I knew there were like different styles of like DJs. There was like mm-hmm. late night, like uh, jazz or yeah. quiet storm guys. Yeah. Uh, and they play some Chardonnay or whatever, some <laughs> smooth jazz. And there's like the morning radio. Right. <laughs> we're back. And that guy. But I couldn't quite figure out if there was like a typical. Like if if you were to do a parody or satire uh-huh. or podcast, what would that sound like? Oh what yeah, what is that voice? It's like I think it's like um, like super conversational, like no entertainment value. You know what I mean? So just talking. Yeah, because like when I started this, I was like, does anyone care to yeah. hear us having a conversation? Yeah. And then I was like, no, I listen to those. I love them. Right. But when you're doing it, like. It doesn't feel like you're entertaining. Maybe right. that's the idea. I think it's so. It's just fun to listen to. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the podcast, I, I would say, is like, maybe it's like talking softly, somewhere between NPR and DJ. 
talking softly, and then getting like strangely deep. Like, so you tell me, you like music. <laughs> what are your thoughts on God? <laughs> they always have that. They always yeah. have like the two questions, usually the end. Sometimes it's a formula. And yeah. they have their three questions, like, when you die, like, uh, who's the cat, the, the artist studio guy who would have the big stack of cards? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you think God will say to you? Like, <laughs> I think that's probably pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I like them for that reason. But it is weird to be, like, thinking we're inside of a podcast right now, but we're just having a conversation. And you keep, people keep listening? Okay. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Do you, when you listen to podcast, do you like listen? Is it very focused or is it like while you're no. on a treadmill or driving? Doing, always doing something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I put them on a drive a lot. Yeah, driving for sure. Um, when I'm doing things, I don't, I don't, I don't focus on it too much. That's right. probably the best way to listen to them. That's and there's different the ones for different things too. Oh, yeah. If I'm like at my computer working on something, I need something in my ear, I need sound. Yes. But it can't be something where, like, if I miss a sentence, I don't know what's happening. So, right. like, I like interview podcasts while sure. I'm working on something. Yeah, like While I'm driving, getting yeah. into a story. Yeah, I don't like know. a serial or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. All right, so back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, did you go from high school? Did you go to, you went to Berkeley? The College of Music, yes. Yeah. Welding school. <laughs> Berkeley Welding School, you know. Yeah. But College of Music as opposed to yes. uh, Cal Berkeley. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was right after high school? Uh, no, I, I uh, took a year off. Yeah. I think I, w- I went to Missouri State for like a week. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Uh, I bowled a lot. They had a bowling alley down there. I thought that was great, like moon <laughs> bowling and an arcade. And I thought that was pretty swell. And uh, I did that. And I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, then I got a scholarship. They gave me a scholarship, like, I think a month after, uh, two months after graduation from high school, um, after I'd already kind of enrolled. And uh, then I just went. And well, you got a scholarship to Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're saying after you started at Missouri State? Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> I think so. It's either end of high school or end. The whole time was pretty blurry. Yeah, right. Because I, at that point, I had been in high school for um, seven or eight years. Really? I think. Yeah. Because I skipped all of uh, middle school, so I just went right to high oh, school. Oh, yeah. And then had no business being in college like early. Uh huh. I think they call them middlers now. I think they've made it very official over. Oh, time. right. I went to Central. Uh-huh. High school, and uh, but before it was very official. It was like they call it like scholars or something now. Yeah, it was just a bunch of little weird nerds. Yeah, that they didn't have any place to put, so they put them in there. And I was eleven uh, when I started high school. <laughs> but fortunately, I've looked like this since forever because I, I had a steady diet of like uh, McDonald's, which is all like hormones and steroids. <laughs> So I had a beard when I was like nine, so I fit in pretty good. You're like, that guy's a senior? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. So, okay, so you go, so that's a program where the nerd smart kids 
able to kind of get going, start going on high school. I think that's what it is now. When I started, it was it was the remnants of a program, like an experiment they had at the Phelps Center for the Gifted across from Missouri State, Mm -hmm. where they they had like the Wings program where they take gifted kids. I'm making Mm -hmm. air quotes right now. Yeah. Um, And they put them over there for once a week where they was like, what if we did this? Like a real school, so they put. They had about 13 kids uh, in the first floor, and it was just us for about uh, three or four years, up to about fifth grade. Same 13 kids in a little room, and uh, every day for about three or four <clears throat> years, so it was like a family. Yeah. And then they said, "We're not going to do this anymore, um, but we can put you in high school if you want to." So uh, some <laughs> of us did that, and I was one of those, and that was. Uh, that was fun. It's gonna be intimidating when you're 11. It was different. There's a lot, lot to figure out. Yeah. And uh, especially for uh, those kids, who I don't think it, nobody, maybe two of them had some kind of social skills. I certainly <laughs> didn't. Yeah, but going from 13 forever to then just life skills. Like I'm still figuring stuff out as far as <laughs> how to how to be an adult or just a person in general. I'm always oh, like, yeah. oh, this okay. I do, I do a song to myself a lot when I'm when I get myself to do something like some sort of cleaning up or something. I sing to myself, "This is what adults do. <laughs> it's what adults do." Because <laughs> I'm like, "Look, I'm so proud of myself. Look at me go. I'm yes. paying bills. Oh my gosh!" And uh, then I'm like, "Oh no, this is. You don't get a pat on the back for doing the thing you're supposed to do." Right. Do you suppose there surely there are people who that's one of the other kind of <clears throat> type of persons. That I'm fascinated by is the person that's like just, just does these things without yeah. thinking about it. like I'm paying a bill and it's due on this date and you, this is how you fill out this form and then yes. you turn. My brother is like that and I think he kind of taught him out for somehow and I don't understand like, for a sustained amount of time. Yeah, too. and just be like this is how it's done and then like there's no like swell of pride or anything. <laughs> it was like hey, I turned in this uh, my taxes on time or whatever and like. Yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah, because I'll my wife's much better at that stuff than I am, and I'll be like, "Hey, I took the took the <laughs> took the garbage to the curb." She's like, "Okay, you don't have to announce it." Have you set the bar low? Is that pretty is low? That right? okay. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty low. I guess she's like, "That's not that's not something you can brag about." <laughs> Maybe I'm setting myself up for success. Is what I'm there doing. There you go. Low key, like just setting the bar low so every time i do anything showing up for this podcast or something like yeah i got here relatively on time <laughs> you know yeah. here's I'm, what i love about that is yeah. like i'm late to everything yeah and um and uh you got here like 10 minutes after 12 oh, yeah. and i was like i was just sitting waiting i was like oh I'm not usually the first person ready oh, yeah. and then i was like oh sean's a little late is he oh no he's super creative yeah of course he's not gonna oh, be here at noon <laughs> I worry sometimes about I don't want to be early to to things. Me too. To meetings, I feel like I feel like people don't want me to be there early. I feel like there needs to, there should be just a little bit of time because I expect them to to have things to do and like kind of right be. I don't want to be there and then I'm sitting there waiting. You ready to go, uh-huh. Jeff? You ready to go? We're gonna talk and then there's this, is, I don't know. Like so just, uh, just ease into it. Sets a nice relaxed tone yeah and also I, I wasn't aware that school was back in so yeah there's a lot of added traffic right you're gonna make in a 
you're gonna make an appearance if you're like you're like waiting, waiting. Oh waiting. sure. Here I hey, am. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. No, I know people who do that and on purpose <laughs> just so they can just be the last one in, so they don't make. Oh look, Trevor's here. Hey everybody, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Good job, Trevor. One of those T names, you know. (laughs) I've had that conversation with Laura, my assistant, because we'll have meetings there, and and I'll have some errand I'm running, and like it's five to noon, and she's like, "There are people here." I'm like, "It's not noon yet. The appointment's at noon. They come early." Right. She's like, "Yeah, that's how the world works." (laughs) Crazy. It blows my mind. Okay, so then you go to Berkeley. Yes. What's the? Because that's like a prestigious music school. How did you get in? How does that work? Um, let's see. I think my band director, Chris Rohrbach, at uh, Central, where he still is, and they're winning all the awards, um, he hipped me to that. He said, you should go to this school. I said, okay, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> what does I do most of my life? Yeah. Um, just went, okay, sure, sounds good. And uh, went through the steps, looked it up. Somehow ended up on an audition, mm-hmm. um, auditioned, got in, got a scholarship, moved there. Yeah. Yeah. For someone that has a hard time like doing the adult things, that's quite a move to go. Yeah. Yeah. Go it, away to school, big city, and like, yeah. you have to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, in retrospect, it's pretty crazy, especially just... Yeah, just I'm just out here by myself and just walking around, and I just walk around at all times, day and night, through alleys and stuff. Do 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 do. It's whatever, and just yeah, totally clueless. You're like I've had a beer since I was 11. <laughs> I can go anywhere. Well, what I also figured out is that then in a lot of situations, <clears throat> like I am um, the person that that uh, you don't want to see in an alley. That's what I figured out. And just some of the tricks and things, just like, if I act as crazy or crazier than the people that I think might try to mess with me, then it won't be an issue. Because yeah. they'll be like, oh. Like oh, in like yeah. the zombie movies, where like they like cover themselves in like yeah, whatever, as a zombie. zombie effluvium, and just kind of, they don't mess with them. So it's like, if I just kind of like twitch and stuff when I'm trying to get across town, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody's gonna mess with me. Some people see you and they're like, "Oh, that's that great face." Oh, yeah. Other people are like, "That's that twitchy guy from oh, the alley." Gosh. Well, <laughs> so you, so you're. Is it the scenario where like you go, like you're you're obviously talented in this way, and you go to this school and you're like, now I'm one amongst all of these very talented people. Yeah. Is that intimidating at all? Uh, not. Not so much. I think there was just so much going on um, and just so much to take in for me on like every level. Like I didn't have time to get super uh, nervous or intimidated. Mm -hmm. Like it was was just, I got to do this. I got to show up here. I got to play this. And just, it was just so much going on that you don't, you don't have time. It's kind of like, like a battle or like a war where like you don't have time to think you know, <clears throat> this is going on. You're just trying to survive and get through it. Yeah. How long was the program? Uh, <clears throat> three, three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, at school like that, are you doing like general education classes or is it just all Not music? really, which is why I really like Berkeley. You know, yeah. I didn't like uh, Missouri State because yeah. you had to take like other, like PE and like <laughs> remedial, which is, 
history of this and that. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah. I already did that. It's the I same can't stuff. make myself care. No. And, and yeah, but you don't have to do that so much. They had like a, I think a world history class you have to take and you have to take a certain amount of math. If you do the engineering, the music engineering and technology program. But, oh yeah. Um, other than that, it's just music stuff, music classes and just hanging out. So that was fun. Um, did you feel, I know some people with music feel like, not necessarily need instruction. It's all instinctual. Right. Did you feel like you learned a lot? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I learned. Well, I already knew how to play. A lot of it was just learning what things that I the thing I was already doing. Pretty much everything you could do. It was just learning what those things are called. Yeah. Like the terminology. And yes. The the lingo and and um, a lot of the the kind of the interpersonal kind of things that go along with yeah. being a musician or just being a person and just interacting with people. That's probably the biggest thing. And that's what they'll tell you, the biggest part of that, that school is uh, the networking yeah. aspect of it and, and learning how to deal with people and make connections. And uh, that was right at the verge of uh, social media because I got there and then that's when Facebook happened. I think about a year and a half later. Yeah. So. Oof. Yeah, and I mean, like, if someone asked me what I learned in college, I'm not sure I'd have anything specific to say, but just kind of like those, like, getting things in on time and yeah. like being where you're supposed to be. Sure. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, just a lot of that stuff built in. That's like that's maybe the main takeaway. I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of learned. I just grew up. I think a, yeah. a lot is is what I took from it, and then. And that, that was the biggest part of it, was just trying to figure it out on my own. And that was fun. All right, it's time for the mid-show sponsor break. This episode is brought to you by Old Missouri Bank. Old Missouri Bank is always there to help you make something right here in Springfield. It's your locally owned community bank for futures made brighter, banking made better. Visit oldmissouribank.com for more information about how we can help you go for it from right here also brought to you on this particular episode by The Coffee Ethic. The Coffee Ethic has always lived by the simple principle of cup, people, earth. Dedicated to the art and science of brewing, The Coffee Ethic simply knows how to create a great cup of coffee. Now offering a subscription service, you can get their coffee shop coffee delivered right to your door each month. Learn more at thecoffeeethic.com and type in the promo code Make Something at checkout for 15% off of a delicious coffee subscription. All right, let's get back into some more conversation with Sean Monday. So then you come back here right away? No, no. And I hung out there for a little bit. Yeah. And then came back. I got tired of the city, mostly. <clears throat> I missed having a yard and like yeah. grass and like mowing grass and driving. <laughs> and uh, I really wanted to do that again. So, And I felt like I'd done everything that you could do. In, Are you doing gigs up there? In Boston? After you graduate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of jazz stuff and, and studio things and shows. and But I felt that it run its course and I want to do that. I get bored real quick, easy. Yeah. So I was just done. I want to do something else. And yeah. I really did miss, I, I, I really enjoyed like gardening and stuff at the time. And yeah. I, would, I would come visit during the summers and like, hang out in my parents' garden and, and play in the dirt and stuff. I really enjoyed yeah. that. You know? 
<laughs> I like that. I like knowing someone for one thing and then hearing their other interests. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have time for that anymore, but that, that, was, that was a big part back then. I really enjoyed nature. Now I, I, I don't, not so much anymore. I don't like bugs. Seems like there's too many bugs. Uh, I was in Colorado and I, uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I meant to go on a hike and I got to this trail and then all of a sudden there was just the biggest just mosquitoes and things uh -huh. all over. I said, nope. I'm out. I'm done. I tried. I tried. I it looks great. <laughs> Everything looks great. It's beautiful. Beautiful country. But uh, nah. Congrats on the terrain. I'm not going in. Camping and stuff. I just <clears throat> like <laughs> I can't get into it. Just being in like sleeping on dirt and just ugh. I um, I really get into summer outdoor stuff for the first couple of few months of the summer. Yeah. And then there's always a point where I'm just like, I'm tired of being itchy. <laughs> I'm not going out anymore. Yeah, that's good though. I've hit my limit. That's good. I think that that, that probably makes for a healthier individual to, to be out a little bit. Yeah. Get out there and get in the, get in the what do you call yourself as, as, a, as a person? Like as an artist or a creative or like what, what do you I like a multi-hyphen? Or, or a triple threat or whatever they call that? <laughs> I don't know. I call, I mean, mostly what I do is kind of like host things. Host? Host slash host comedian. Host I don't slash know. comedian yeah. writer. I write too. Yeah. If someone asks me my profession, I always have a hard time saying, I say like, I do TV stuff. I don't really know what to <laughs> TV say. TV stuff? <laughs> Which could mean a lot of different things. I never, yeah, I never really know what to say. Because well, you aren't this way at all because you've had your, your kind of interest in your track. But like, up to this point, like my career has just gone all these kind of different yeah. directions. But I've always had kind of started out doing improv and had that as kind of like my side gig for a long time. So always kind of comedy and hosting and stuff. But then it kind of all the other stuff kind of fell away. And I was like, oh, I guess this is what I do for a career now. But somehow I haven't transitioned into calling myself that yet. <laughs> host, professional. There seems I think there are a few like professional Hosts, it seems like. Yeah, less they're out there. Less and less game show stuff they usually get. and Yeah, and, uh, shows now, often they'll get like well, they get celebrities. celebrities. And they're yeah. like, that's the house, which well, makes sense. It was a business, yeah. I was like, what about the rest of us that are yeah. just host hosts? I, I would prefer that. There's some really great like quick wits out there <clears> that I think right. would be a lot better than just, you know. Yeah, there is more to it than just reading a teleprompter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think about that with like voice actors a lot, how like, those early Disney movies and stuff, you sure. don't know who's voicing them. No. Now they only have, yeah. almost only have celebrities do sure. them. I'm like, what about all those voice actors? What are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. They had these booming careers and now they're like, oh great, now so-and-so is gonna play the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the rabbit guy. <laughs> What's like the worst, like, uh, or maybe that you have not encountered one, like I, the improv troupe? Uh -huh. Name? Name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're always bizarre, usually. It seems like that. Yeah, it's Encounter like... one that's especially terrible. Oh, man. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's, like, ones that... There's, like, an improv team... Like, if you have a group and you want to get hired to do shows... Right. you got to kind of have a regular name. Room for an improvment. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably one that's not bad. <laughs> But then if you have a show like inside an improv theater and that's all it is, yeah. you can be as weird as you want. And so right. people get super weird with them. 
but yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. This is a good question for you. What was your worst gig? Worst gig? I probably forgot it. Yeah. I try not. And I'm not, I don't have, I, tr I just try not to reflect on those things too much. Right. Um, they've all been. Uh... <laughs> like when it's just like three people. Well, I don't even care about that because I'm so in my own world, yeah. whatever I'm doing. Maybe there's something else going on in the room. Yeah. You gotta, but you got to sometimes, this is something I think about between comedy and music. Right. If, if I get hired for something, you can't do comedy as like background. Right. It's like, it takes like kind of folk, people watching and being engaged. Right. And music can be that way, but, the, but music can be hired yeah. for an event where you're in the room playing yeah. and people are mingling. Yeah. But if people are mingling and talking, like I did a New Year's Eve show once and the, the mixtapes, the 90s cover yes. band. Yes, yes. It was like us and then them right. in the same room, um, but the crowd more came to see them. So while we're going, sure. uh, people are just like talking. Of course. And... Um, my, like when I, especially when I do that, like mystery hour type thing, it's just two people talking. Right. So it has to have like a lot of, right. the lighting has to be good and the sound right, has to right, be good. Right. And if people are talking, it was bizarre. Because we were, we were, the person I was interviewing, we were just giggling as we were talking because we're like, no one's listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to be, you have to, you can do both, I suppose. Yeah. But you don't seem to mind which it is. No, it's all it's all the same. Sometimes, just energy-wise, I prefer maybe one or the other. Like, yeah, uh, having to engage and 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 uh, talk and 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 all that stuff. It can, yeah. Sometimes I don't I don't get too hyped for that. But sometimes it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm just in in my own world. The comedy thing that 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 I see that a lot, and I hear I I do listen to like comedian podcasts. Uh -huh. And listen to those, those tales of like bad gigs and yeah. that that the host thing and like the because I, I would imagine it's hard to not kind of come across as like a high school principal like like <laughs> that like a like if you're like emceeing like a like a rock festival or uh -huh. something and like there's these acts in between and stuff and then they go bam, bam like yeah and then like. Every, then it's, and then you have to get up like, and like this you've been hired to entertain for like as long as it takes for the set to change yes. over. Yeah, that's the worst. And and <laughs> so <laughs> especially when people are there when people are there to see music. Yes. you're just getting in the way. Yes. of the music. <laughs> yes, yes. And but it, it serves a purpose. In Someone has to do it, but you're kind of a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, but I actually just know that going in. Yeah. Like, to the extent that I've gotten any good at it is the extent that, like, I've stopped caring yeah. if people laugh yeah. or I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. And I used to be like, oh, that room wasn't very good. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, I gotta, I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. And sometimes it's not going to be great. Yeah. And there are different circumstances, but, like, you just got to kind of do it. I think that's such a big part of, of success and longevity in 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 pretty much all of entertainment is is taking <laughs> is really just kind of I'm going to do what I do uh-huh and then they're going to do what they do sometimes it's going to hit sometimes yeah. it's not but do you have like I don't have a certain point but I I remember 
I don't know what the circumstances were, but I remember at a certain point where I was like, um, oh, I don't care if they laugh. And then I think I got funnier as a result. Sure. Because you aren't like desperately trying yes. to You're more relaxed seek that approval. And, and, and probably more aware. Yeah. You can just kind of flow, I would imagine. And then you don't, you don't go in with like, I got to, you're constantly thinking of another line to uh-huh. say, like, this will be funnier. And then I got to jam this in there. And then, yeah, so I, I could see. Yeah. I, a friend of mine said, um, like, in regards to stand up, which I don't really do, but like, in regards to stand up, you can't laugh at someone who's desperately trying to get your approval. Oh, yeah. Like, the best stand ups are the ones that are just so confident. Yeah. And they're like, you get the vibe, like, I don't really care. Yeah. And you're like, I'm into that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Those are my favorite guys, and I think I think that translates uh, to a lot of, of mediums. I think within entertainment, I think maybe in, in acting, I think you can kind of mask it yeah. a little bit better, and and music um, a little bit, but definitely in comedy, I think there's something about the pacing and the energy uh, of the performer that that is you can definitely tell. When they are confident and relaxed, and, and uh-huh. where where their their heads at, because I definitely know a lot of just needy actors and actresses and musicians yeah. and stuff. They're like, "Love me," <laughs> and and the people that really want to be famous for for some odd reason. Do you feel like you you kind of have to go through that process a bit? Like I had to like oh yeah comedy. I, I had to be like. Very into it, I kind yes. of live and die on it and all that stuff. Yeah. And maybe I needed to go through that. Oh, well, yeah. you can't get confident without doing it a lot. Yeah. But you kind of have to do that, I suppose. I think so, yeah. I think you gotta go, I think, especially in the formative stages, you've gotta, um, <clears throat> if you're doing art or music or comedy, I think you gotta do everything yeah. all the time as much as you can and, and just at every level. And there was a while, uh, which really is how I end up doing what I'm doing now, where you just say yes to, to everything. Yes. And just opera gig, yeah. Country gig, yeah. You want to play this for 30? Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Just do everything, anywhere, uh-huh. as much as you can. And that, that, that's, I think, where you do the most learning, I think more so than, than what I got from school. Yeah. Is that, just going out and actually doing it. And, and that's where I think you learn a lot about the craft, obviously, but a lot about yourself also as you relate to the craft and you have to really start to examine your motivation and you have to think about why am I doing this and what is the point of this and what are my goals? There are easier things to be doing. Oh gosh, yeah. But I'm, I'm still, I'm still doing this for some reason. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's, uh, you really got to think about that. And that would be my biggest piece of advice. That's probably the hardest thing to do also is to kind of be realistic, I think, and to kind of hold a mirror up and like, what am I, what am I doing? Where am I at with my skills? Where I want to go? Yeah. And yeah, that's tricky. So you, you had to have that conversation with yourself when you decided to move back here so you could garden. Yeah, um, 100%. But, <laughs> but so you, you moved back here yeah. and you, I imagine you do have to kind of have that exact conversation with yourself. I'm yeah. moving from this place with, a bigger city, more opportunities with that yeah. to a place that's smaller. Yeah. Was that hard? Uh, or you just ready? I was ready to leave for sure yeah. and to do something, definitely do something different. I'm always ready to do something different, but the, uh, 
it was nice for a little bit because really a lot of what I had picked up, I, it didn't sink in until I got back here because I didn't have mm -hmm. time to think. And then a yeah. lot of like just lessons that I and as like literal music lessons and, and things I had figured out and um, uh, social things that had occurred. Like uh -huh. a lot of stuff didn't even dawn on me yeah. until like a year after I, I came back here. I went on a uh, what <laughs> what was like a double date um, to like this jazz show. And um, there was a band playing, it was a jazz group playing and then they went off and they took a break. And then the other couple got up and left. And then I just, I just sat and I, I listened to the house music and I just looked at the stage in silence. And just thought, and what would have been my date was sitting next, and just, and I, I didn't think anything about that <laughs> until years later. I was like, oh, I should have talked to her. You're supposed to be talking to people. Like I was just so, and I still do that from time to time, but I try to be more aware. Yeah. I'll just be so in whatever I was in, just thinking like, I wonder what that sounds like if they did this, and I wonder how that would go. And I was just, and I just remember just sitting there. And there was just a person just sitting right next to me. It's silence. It wasn't that loud. There was like maybe 20 people in this club. Yeah. It, it wasn't that. I thought nothing of it. And I just, it's one of those things where like, <laughs> it's pretty common where like you have like, uh, these pops up at night, like when yeah. you're uh, trying to sleep or you wake up and yeah. like, you have like some embarrassing things, like some <laughs> stupid you did like when you were 12 or something. Like, it's like, oh man, you're supposed to, oh wow. So a lot of stuff like that didn't really. Uh, How are you with um, remembering people or remembering people's names? Real bad. Names, yeah. terror. I'm pretty good with faces, yeah. images and stuff. I'm pretty good with images, patterns, all that stuff. Um, names, um, yeah. time, dates. I remember every time, every time I've gotten someone's name wrong, oh, yeah. I remember it. They're all cataloged in my head. Every time you get them wrong? Yeah, because okay. I hate it so much. Oh. So then I'll sometimes just like not say someone's name, yeah. which is way more preferable. Sure. But to get it wrong just kills me on the inside. Oh. So I remember all of them. <laughs> why, why does it kill you so much? I don't know. Um, you are a very nice, likable guy, or at least you come across that way. Do you aim to be that way? Are you naturally mm, like good just, question. just uh, a, a nice... I think I am naturally that way. Yeah, it seems like it. And, um, but I think probably deep down, like I want, probably want to be seen as a nice guy too. There's yeah. something where I'm like, I want to be validated as being nice. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, that's just because I've gone to therapy a lot today. Have probably. you really? Yeah. Yeah. I love therapy. Have you ever gone? No. It's great. No. I just, I, I just try to figure it out by myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's great because it's someone that's like, you know, like you talk about like being deliberate with uh, yeah. social situations. It's the social situation where like you don't have to worry about if you're talking too much. Yeah. They only want to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> I would strongly recommend it to a lot of people I know. Therapy. It sounds like a thing that like a lot of people I think would really benefit yeah. from. Even if you don't feel like you're, uh, I don't know, like, there's, you know, there's a stigma with it of like. I'm not, I'm not, not crazy. I'm not messed up. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, everyone should go. Oh, yeah. It's so great. Anyway, what am I talking about? Um, 
What was I talking about? I just asked if you were, if you were genuinely oh, nice. a nice yeah. person. Because you care so much about people's names and things. Yeah. I don't know why on that one in particular. Well, it makes sense. Me. Uh, yeah. That's a good... That's a good I, I don't mean to forget. I just... Oh, just, yeah. I'm just... It's just not like... Uh, whatever. And I used to be... I feel like I used to be freakishly good at remembering people's oh, names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then I wouldn't want to say it because I'm like, this is too creepy that I remember your name. Oh, yeah. And now I can't remember anyone's name. Yeah. <laughs> no, I used to remember it's clothes, haircuts, yeah. all kinds of stuff. And then I think I just got to moving around too much and just there's just too many people. And like, you don't lock it in. That's what I, I realize I don't lock it in anymore when I meet someone. There's just too many. Like, they don't I get locked in. Like, <clears throat> and performing, you have a lot of people that know you that are more familiar. They've been watching you. They know your name. Yeah, They've been watching you. This is one of the not both ways. funny things about social media is that, and I've got, you know, all these thousands of people that, that follow the Instagram mm-hmm. and the Facebook and stuff that know me. And I probably have met, and I, I'm sure I've met them, but, but you, you just can't yeah. remember, you know, 10,000 names and faces and interactions when they're like 30 seconds to a minute. And, yeah. and there's like a hundred of them a week. It's an unfair expectation. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever moment we have together, I try to make that as positive and enjoyable yeah. experience that, that we can have. And, and I, I certainly do appreciate that people, you know, will come up and, and right. follow and, and they, they want to talk to you and stuff. I think it's yeah. great. Yeah. So you moved back here. Yes. And then... I said earlier that like I felt like I hadn't heard of you. Then all of a sudden, I saw you everywhere. Right. You said that was purposeful. Yeah. Did you have like a time where you moved? You were just and you were kind of laying low, waiting to burst onto the scene. Uh, no, no, not till this this current incarnation or whatever. But did you start booking stuff right when you get back? No, not really. No. I took uh, some months just to kind of lay low and and yeah. And, uh, hang out with friends and family and stuff yeah. and kind of get uh, re-familiarized with the area and, and hang out. And then uh, uh, I went out and started going to the open jams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and then that <clears throat> triggered a bunch of other stuff. And I imagine like when I had you on my show the first mm-hmm. time, um, that I had the same experience the audience did, which is like, where did this guy come from? <laughs> because I haven't seen one perform like you. Well, I mean, there's both the bass, but then like the richness of your voice. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't have a category for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you categorize your music? I don't know. I yeah. think I put like soul music on yeah. there, but I don't, I don't know. I don't like those kind of labels anyway. They, they, they. They're not. Uh, they they usually do kind of a disservice, but it helps a little bit. And it's I think they'll kind of fade away because we don't have like proper CD stores anymore. We right. have to like categorize there aren't things. Actual like, labels. Yeah, there's just Spotify playlists <clears throat> or whatever. So I think those will kind of fade away a little bit. But I, I put soul music, but it's it's whatever. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I think that's because I'm always impressed with the the wide range of people that respond to the music. There are certain songs and, and things that I do that, that I get why people will like it or why certain groups, but I'm always impressed. Well, I'll go out to some, 
I don't know, like a like a country more uh-huh. kind of a country kind yeah. of place or more of a kind of a rock place or something that that I wouldn't kind of categorize myself as with people. Yeah, yeah, they're all into it and stuff. I'm like, okay, it's because there's different elements of I think, can latch I, onto the one element. I think really so. Like. I think there's so much going on um, between how I look and how I sound and how I play, and that that there's something is definitely my aim that, that you're going to latch onto something. Yeah. Whether it's me playing uh, Charlie Brown theme or just <laughs> playing something really fast or singing yeah. real loud or something, hopefully, will catch on. And have you just kind of been like expanding your region of where mm-hmm. you get booked as you go? Oh, yeah. You were just in Colorado, you said? Yeah, yeah. I've done coast to coast. <clears throat> I'm heading to towards New York tomorrow. Ooh, New York. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> New York touring. I'm a nationally... Yeah. Touring. Oh, oh, you're nationally touring. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, kind yeah. of a big deal. Been talking <laughs> with uh, you know some pretty major players. Got a lot of irons in the fire. It's That's no big deal. Claimed nationally touring. Yeah, musician. yeah. I'm a national winner. A lot of things. Uh, uh, so. So how does that work in the in the music world? Like, um, I kind of know that. I guess you play kind of a variety of types of places here. Mm-hmm. But then, are you trying to both expand? How big of a place you're playing, and around the country more? Yeah, everything. I don't particularly care uh, where or how many, uh, as long as it kind of sounds good to me. Yeah, I don't really care what it sounds like. That was going back to your question about the terrible gig. Uh-huh. There is there's one gig that sticks out where it just acoustically was just it's just a bad room. Yeah, it's very high ceilings, a lot of marble, a lot of yeah. glass. A lot of people talking there, and just I couldn't hear myself, and I think, and it gave me a headache, and, it, and I think <laughs> I sounded bad, and it just wasn't fun for anybody. Yeah. But uh, other than that, as like, I think as long as the sound's fine, I don't particularly yeah. care. I just try to play places I like here in town in uh, Springfield. I just I try to play places that that uh, I like the the management or, or the yeah. people who I deal yeah. with. Is pretty much it. My friends' places is pretty much what I do. Do you um, have goals of quote unquote making it big? I don't even know what that means yeah, anymore. I mean, I've, I, I, I've got those questions before. Like people tell you to go on The Voice or yeah. American Idol or America's Got Talent <clears throat> or something. I don't. I don't even know what. I, but you don't even seem you don't even seem drawn to it. You just seem like you want the opportunity to play. Well, I don't know what make it big means. Right. Like, <laughs> <what I> was, <laughs> that that maybe like, I don't know, I was going to say, people that you don't know know who you are, but you already have that, but like, mm-hmm. that, I don't know, there's More a household name, but yeah. <laughs> but you're right, I mean, it is, I don't know what that means exactly, but like, do you have like this drive to be bigger and bigger and bigger? Uh, not for the sake of being bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. I think, I think a lot of that stuff can does and, and and will occur naturally for anybody if you put in the time and mm-hmm. the effort my only interest <clears throat> is is playing and performing and putting on um, a show that I like or a performance that I like yeah whenever given the opportunity and putting out uh, content and music that uh, uh, I think is good and yeah, I think that's pretty much all you can do. Right, it's the opposite of someone that's just like seeking fame. Yeah, I mean, and there's a way to get, I guess, to 
try to make it big, but I think if you have that in mind, I don't know if you'll ever be, it's kind of like, yeah. like money or anything else. Like, I think if like, if that's your aim is to be rich or wealthy, then I don't, you'll never, I don't think you'll ever be quite satisfied because there's yeah, always right. one more dollar you can make yeah. and, and how much you're willing to give up or to sacrifice uh, to achieve that. And, and it's like kind of the reality show route. Yeah. Someone goes to LA and wants to be an actor. Yeah. And they're like, you can tell who wants to actually do that. Yeah. And you have to, like, I always say, like, I mean, not that I've done a ton of acting, but like people in, in Hollywood that are actors, what you don't realize is like, it's a lot of sitting yeah. and waiting oh, yeah. and like, and that sort of thing. And we see the, we see the three minute scene. Sure that they waited eight hours to do yeah. or whatever. So you have to like really enjoy the process of it. Yeah. And it seems like the same screen for you. The process, yeah. I did a thing, uh, I went over to the Wings program. I go uh -huh. to schools around here and I'll talk to the kids. And that was my big thing with them is whatever you do, it is in your best interest to in just enjoy the process of whatever <clears throat> it is, whatever you're yeah. making. And I enjoy playing and practicing, you're just seeing me do what I enjoy doing and have been doing for my whole yeah. life. So if you can figure out whatever <clears> that <throat> process is, if you're going to be an actor, uh, that, you know, enjoy the behind yeah. the scenes. And otherwise, I don't know. I, I know people who don't enjoy the process and, and, and they kind of flame out or they're usually just, right. it doesn't work out because then they're just kind of divas or like if the music came secondary to you, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing creatively, probably. No, I don't. I don't know why I would do it at all. Yeah. It's, what's the point? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. So, uh, so it. If the goal is to, it sounds like the goal is like to have the opportunity to play, and play more. Yeah, I was good things to come play from play, and then and be able to eat, and then not. Yeah not be in a bunch of trouble or anything. And that was, that's pretty much it. And then the rest kind of uh, takes care of itself. Yes. Yeah. Is what I was told, especially at a very young age, my father told me that and, and uh, other people would tell me, just you just do the work and, and everything will pretty much just come to you if you enjoy the process yeah. and you've got your head on right and you're, you've got the right motivations and you, you know, you'll be all right. Is your musician father proud of you that you built a career? I, I suppose, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does he still play? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, bring, I bring him out uh, oh, fun. to, to play uh, some gigs. My brother plays also. And, and sometimes I'll put out a little family band. Oh, that's awesome. Gig. What do they play? Um, for those With gigs, he, he plays, my brother plays drums, and I have my father play a guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah so. What do you call yourselves? The Monday Trio? Sean Monday Trio, or yeah. Sean Monday plus band or whatever <laughs> plus the other mondays yeah monday monday the mondays that sounds like a band name yeah i don't like it you don't like it <laughs> fair enough <laughs> well then let's end okay i think that's good anything right. else you want to add <laughs> why uh why are you here <laughs> Where do you what, define what is here? your what are, what is your big goal? What do you what what where did you start? Like I had like as a child, you'll have like very kind of big kind of naive yeah kind of 
things like I'm going to do this and that, but they're not really rooted in anything. You don't right. know how the world works, let alone whatever right. industry you're going into. But as you age and get a little hip to it, like what, what was your big goal as a young, dumb yeah. kid, smart kid? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, um, and now like what? Yeah. Um, I think like, I don't think I really ever knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, like there's kind of those childish dreams, but like coming out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do in college. In college, I didn't really know. Right. <clears throat> I graduated, didn't really know. Yeah. Um, and I think part of it was, I think I always liked kind of comedy and stuff, but didn't feel confident at all. So I never, I never put myself out there. Like I didn't do theater. I didn't do any comedy oh, like man. in college and stuff. I just didn't put myself out there. And then- What were you doing? Just being know. a guy? Yeah. yeah. Played sports. Oh, okay. But, Something? Yeah. Um, but then, like, I joined... So I used to watch a lot of improv and stuff. Yeah. Um, Who's Lines Anyway? And then I lived sure. in New York and watched UCB and stuff. And I was like, I kind of like that. And there was this improv group here, Skinny Improv. And I went and saw one of their shows. And I was like, oh, I can't go to any more shows because I want to do it. Right class I ended up getting on the team and stuff and um but then it was it was like <clears throat> a year or two into doing that that I started mystery hours as a live show right and uh got done with that show and I was like oh this is what I want to do I want I, I want to do this right and there are four of these jobs <laughs> in America yeah 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 <clears throat> but like in terms of enjoying the process and stuff like I just kept I put ungodly amounts of work into it. I still do. Um, early on, because I was just like, I like doing it. Right. There's 100 people that would come. I'm like, right. awesome. Right. And uh, so, yeah. So I don't know if I'm doing what I wanted to do as a kid or not. But like, <clears throat> so then I was like, I think I could, what if we did a nationally syndicated show from here? Right. Like it happened with Ozark Jubilee in the mm. 50s. And so like, I've just kind of been following that. I don't know what that means anymore. Similarly, like nationally syndicated with streaming yeah. and all that stuff. Sure. But, so yeah, so that was me. It's just like, but yeah, I do have that. I do have like a big goal with it, but like. Just make it bigger. Yeah. Same thing, just bigger. Yeah. yeah. But it also isn't really fame. I don't really, I don't really care. I don't know. I don't really care that much if anyone knows. I just kind of want to like. I just kind of want to <laughs> prove you can do it, I guess. Right, I right. I, I think of you as I was kind of reflecting on, on, on this <clears throat> podcast and what I was told it was about. I was like, you are like the poster boy, I feel like. Yeah. Or the mascot for uh, making something uh, where you are. Yeah. Which, which is... Uh, and like that is kind of one of my goals, too, is like that's, that's kind of underlying it, what I'm really passionate sure. about is like and maybe you can speak to this, but like, just kind of the sense everyone has that like, even us in the Midwest and people on the coast sure. are like, yeah, but it, is it, can it be as good if it's in a smaller place sure. in the Midwest? Right. And um, I'm like, F that notion, <laughs> yeah. both internally to myself and other people who sure. think that. Sure. And so I love the idea of being like, uh, like kind of being the champion of that to myself and to other people. Yeah. 
And like you are particularly someone doing that too, because like I said to Rachel once, I was like, what's he doing here? Right, right. <laughs> but underlying that is, you're too talented to be here. Underlying that right. is, I'm buying the same thing I'm trying to fight, which is like, right. well, if you're talented, you should go to a big city. Right. Screw that. Right. Right. But I believe it somewhere deep down, which right. is stupid. Yeah. Well, I understand, <laughs> I understand what people mean when they say that. Yeah. Like, you sh what, why are you here? And, uh, and when people ask me where I live or where I'm from, when I'm out mm -hmm. nationally touring or whatever, yeah. or internationally touring, uh, <laughs> Springfield, Michigan, like, what? Really? Where yeah. is that? How far is that from Kansas City or St. Right, Louis right. or whatever? It's like, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the most generic name. Yeah. <laughs> in one of the generic states. Uh-huh. Yeah, just one of the, definitely the, one of the most kind of like flyover. Kind yeah. Of just right in the middle. But like, it's kind of like, well, come here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think you'd like it. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. But it doesn't even have to, in my opinion, it doesn't even have to be Springfield. It can be like wherever. Yeah. And like. Oh, especially now. Yeah. If you are creative and, and, and you have the drive, I think the means are there. Like, I think if you were out... Out in one of these like weird, like uh, when I drive across the country, I'm like, this is a town. People live in this little uh -huh. town of like 200 people. And I'm like, well, you, you could do something because you have the is YouTube. You know, yeah. if you wanted to have like your own show, yeah. talk show, but you lived in Bodark or, or <laughs> just no barrier, just wherever yeah. like, you set up your, your phone at yourself you have your friend come over like a yeah. video podcast or whatever and yeah you could grow up from there and if the, if it's quality content you put the time in then i think you'll find your audience and uh if that's what you're looking for if nothing else you'll have the the joy of, of making something yeah which i think is what it's really all about yeah there you go the joy of making something we'll end it right there <laughs> it's perfect sean monday I like bonding with him about forgetfulness. It makes me feel like, maybe like him, I'm a genius. I don't think so. So if you'd like to learn more about Sean, visit seanmonday.com. It's M-U-N-D-S-H-A-U-N-M-U-N-D-A-Y.com. You, not O. Make something where you are as audio engineer is Colton Jackson. Also, podcast music provided by Darren King. This is Jeff Houghton in the Make Something City, Springfield, Missouri, reminding you that you can make something where you are. Oh yeah, also I promised you, here is the full song of him appearing on the Mystery Hour. Sean Monday.
Could I be your only friend And if you leave me for another Oh no, no Would you say goodbye to me When it ends